And there it is. Beautiful. Now to get into my own little persona here. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. Today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Enslaved. We've got a new album called Utgard, which was released on October 2nd via Nuclear Blast Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Grutle. I said that right this time, did I? Yeah, pretty close. Grutle, <laughs> Grutle, perfect. To share some information about what Enslaved has been up to, what they've got coming up. So, Grutle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, John. Absolutely. Great to have you on. Now, I guess we'll just jump straight into uh, what you guys have been up to, because there was a lot of really cool things that you had mentioned there in the pre-roll. Not that canceling two tours is cool, but uh, something that you mentioned was it feels weird to not be touring going into uh, the quarantine situation. And I guess maybe just maybe expand on that. Has that created, I don't know, like some kind of an inertia where you've been going so long on touring and all of a sudden it's come to a stop. What has that inertia been like? Well, it's, it, it caused a uh, sense of desperation really. Uh, <laughs> because I mean, uh, for the past 20 years, we've all, always been occupied uh, with something connected uh, to touring or recording um, and everything, you know, that surrounds uh, band activities. And suddenly we had nothing. We were supposed to play our first show uh, for the year in uh, in the Netherlands in March, and that was uh, uh, the first that got cancelled. It, it was a festival called Prognosis, uh, which we were um, looking very much forward to. Uh, so basically, we, we thought that was uh, well. Maybe this lasts for a couple of weeks, uh, and uh, then it's over. You know, like the swine flu uh, pandemic some years back. But suddenly, it didn't pass at all. And now, nowadays, we don't know how long this is gonna be around. You know, how long it's, it's gonna take. So uh, it created a weird vacuum, so to speak. Uh, there was suddenly absolutely nothing and that led um, into uh, uh, this concept of online shows streaming shows so the first we did was was uh, we participated in a streaming festival uh, here in the Bergen in Norway uh, they have like one band each day uh, so that, that took place in the I think that was the first of April and after that show and after the pretty overwhelming response we got from doing such a thing, uh, we decided to, you know, uh, go on with that concept. So there's uh, three online shows uh, coming up this summer. Uh, well, uh, the first one took place last Friday, as a matter of, matter of fact. And there's two more coming up um, uh, later, uh, one in August and one in September. And just right after that, we'll have uh, the the album release of Utgach on the second of October. So things are happening, and we have been, you know, it was trying to keep keep ourselves busy, uh, try to do the best out of this pretty unique and weird and yeah uh, horrible situation, to be honest. But I mean, we have to go on somehow. Yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm curious. 
how is the online streaming thing working for you guys? And obviously you mentioned that it's an, it's an overwhelming response. So obviously a virtually overwhelming response, a virtual standing ovation. Uh, there were a lot of likes clicked that day, I guess. Um, but I guess what was that like for you guys? And what's it like doing the online streaming? Is it something to get used to or was it pretty natural? Or how does it? How did you guys unfold with that? Uh, it, it's it's we've done two so far, two shows so far, and uh, uh, it's hard to get used to because I mean, you, uh, after so many years, you're uh, pretty much used to the when you play a song, when you play it live, you're used to the interaction between the, the band and the audience, uh, the energy exchange, the symbiosis, if you if you like, and none of that is present at all, none whatsoever. So it's always the strangest thing is to uh, after after each song there's like complete silence and that really, <laughs> that, that that really fucks up your mind a bit. Uh, so that I hope I will never get used to that because I rather play uh, a live show uh, than an online show. And believe me, it's a lot easier. Uh, it's a lot more enjoyable to 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 uh, to play in the front of a real audience. But I mean, this is the second best thing you can do. So. Uh, I will rather do this uh, than than not do anything at all. So, yeah, yeah. Something you mentioned was the album was supposed to be released in May, and then it was uh, postponed to October. And I guess what went into the decision to to postpone it? Well, it's pretty logical, really, because uh, everything was locked down uh, in in May. I mean. Everything. So uh, it, it really meant that we, we couldn't even print the copies. There were not, not if we could print them, there were nobody to to handle the postage and <laughs> and, and and let alone the shops and everything. So everything was in complete lockdown. So it, it was really not a difficult decision at all. I mean, if you're gonna release a physical product, you have to uh, have people handling the actual products, and they were not around. So <laughs> it it wasn't really possible. Okay, now that just makes sense. It and does. <laughs> now coming into the tracks, first track I believe that was released was a track called Homebound. It was like an A side, B side. Um, does is featured appears to be somewhere in the middle ish. If we were to look at like an arc of a story, perhaps in the middle ish of the album. So I guess take us through this track. What is Homebound? And with regard to the album, is it? I don't know. Some kind of uh, is there a protagonist who is homebound? It's actually a, a little uh, paying a little homage to to uh, the area that we the area and the history and uh, the mythology, the mysticism of uh, the western part of Norway, really. Uh, so uh, and 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 it's a, it's a. It's really uh, some sort of a wide concept to to fathom, of course, because I mean, uh, if you're going to put like uh, 1,500 years of history into uh, a four-minute song, that's a hard achievement. So, but, but I mean, we will try our, our best. So it's a it's, it's like um, it's like a little tribute to uh, who we are, where we come from, and the history and mythology of, of the area. Okay, is that something that only exists then in Homebound, or is it something that permeates through the album? Uh, well, 
Homebound is is somehow connected to to uh, to the whole concept of Utgar, uh, but in a it might be the the most positive song on on on, on the album. I mean, <laughs> it's it's about um, Utgar is 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 a very insecure place to be, and 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 Homebound is symbolizes some sort of a, of a where you are are anchored. Uh, where you are secured before you, uh, before the actual journey into Utgar, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned it's an unsecured place. You just mentioned it's a journey into a place. Is this a purgatory? Like, is this some kind of um, a hell or a Gehenna? Not, or a- no, no, not really. No, no. Uh, it, it's not like a, a purgatory or Gehenna, like in the in the monotheistic religions. It's not like that at all. It's more like uh, the outer, uh, the outer rim or the outer limits of your, uh, let's say, your uh, own mind. It's 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 very. Um, uh, let's let's uh, draw a parallel to to yourself uh, in the state of uh, being awake when you are in total control. Um, that can be symbolized as uh, the realms of Midgar and Osgar, the men and gods, while close your eyes, go to sleep, and then the dreams appear, and then you are in some sort of Utgar, where the giants, well, where everything is like upside down and where everything is psychedelic and where everything is unpredictable. That's Utgar. Okay, I'm looking it up right now on Wikipedia. Yeah. And it literal meaning is out yards, so the outer outer space, which is exactly what you just said. Yeah, it can be looked upon as outer space uh, as well. And and in the in, in the mythology, it's uh, it's the the home of the giants, the enemies of of, uh, of man and gods. Okay, you're you're not wrong. This is difficult to put into a four minute song. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> it's utopic, but I mean, uh, you, you can say that the road is the goal. <laughs> yeah now when it comes to the video it's a very interesting video with um it's kind of like a live playthrough video but it, it's interesting so i guess maybe and then they've got the bed sheet person which is really creepy yeah I, I guess take us through this music video what went into crafting the video for homebound it was uh, the first video we shot was up on up, up in iceland uh and um uh, the, it was a video for Jettigrytta, and uh, when we saw the final res- uh, result of that, we uh, wanted to invite uh, the same director, uh, Gai, uh, from uh, an Icelandic di- director. Uh, we wanted to invite him to Bergen to shoot a video um, there as well. So uh, the homebound video is uh, like 60% shot in, in, in Bergen, uh, with us playing and, uh, and all that. And the the rest so, uh, the rest is uh, shot on uh, on uh, Iceland, Iceland. Uh, all the ravens, the sea, the waves. That's um, that's shot on uh, Iceland. Mm-hmm. Because they have ravens and sea and waves. Well, uh, the interesting thing they only only have ravens up in Iceland. They don't have crows and and uh, <laughs> so the main bird on the on Iceland is actually ravens. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Did not did not know that. I didn't either, actually. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, uh, you know, occasionally when bands come through, they'll some some people are really into birds, and they'll note like, "Hey, in Edmonton, you guys have you know insert here," and I'm like, "Yeah, 
like I, I just don't pay attention to birds, but it's kind of interesting how you know some people are really into noticing that there are certain birds in certain areas, and I just I just kind of think they all fly around, but I guess they certainly gravitate to certain areas. So the only birds in Edmonton, you know, uh, they exist in bars. Mm-hmm. Oh, ho, ho. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Bar sluts. Uh, you- <laughs> <Love> lizards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. You're such a good drummer. Uh, <laughs> now, speaking of which, uh, significantly, it feels more aggressive to me. But as you mentioned, that Homebound is kind of like more of a safe place to be. I guess musically, that's why it seems like such a soothingly melodic track especially in comparison to the yet to get up which seems significantly more aggressive uh especially with the music video we have this uh young man unfortunately trying to break free or maybe fortunately trying to break free i guess that's the juxtaposition um what is yet to get what are we getting into in this particular track yet to get is directly translated to uh giant's cauldron that's epic yeah, it's pretty epic. I mean, uh, uh, those uh, they do exist in, in nature, you know. Uh, the, it, it's like a cauldrons made out of um, uh, through the ice age when the when, when the ice were uh, were um, moving towards uh, the sea, melting. Mm-hmm. They they, mm-hmm. Create, they created this uh, cauldrons that the um, the Norse uh, called. Uh, they, the Norse believed that they were carved out by the giants. To, to cook in. This makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he's, he's got to get under the earth to light a fire. But I mean, they they could yeah. do that. They, of course, they can do that. Of course. So uh, yeah, it, it, it's like uh, I, I told you that uh, the giants—they are the opposite of the of the gods. Uh, they are the uh, dreamlike creatures, the tricksters. So uh, obviously uh, they are uh, more treacherous and more hostile, and but at the same time they represent uh, your own creativity, your own sense. Let, let's say uh, the sense of humor after uh, you have been drinking too, too many beers and when you do stupid shit. That's the giants in bars in Edmonton with girls. In, uh, for example, in bars in Edmonton with birds, yeah, mm-hmm, with birds, yeah, yeah, with those with those magpies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The magpies. Yeah, the magpies and the cherry pies. <laughs> I prefer the magpies. Exactly. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, it seems incredibly deep. And I mean, not to say that the metal album shouldn't be deep, but I mean, I guess interestingly enough, what went into crafting the the lyrical content for the record? I mean... Was it something that you guys have always wanted to write about? Is it something you guys revisit often? Well, this concept in in, in particular was um, pretty much ready before we uh, even started working on the on the on the actual songs. Uh, me and Eva had uh, pretty much everything uh, panned out uh, concept wise and and uh, cover art wise as well. So that, that was uh, you, so you can say that the actual songs were uh, crafted um, after uh, we <laughs> carved out the, the concept, so to speak. So and we usually do it the other way around. So that, that was that was that was an interesting process. So uh, 
all the songs are kind of uh, colored by the those vision visions we had uh, early on uh, in, in the process. So yeah, cool. So you guys yeah. made the Giants Cauldron, and so you could cook in, and then you made and then we cooked, all of the uh, yeah we cooked all the songs in there. You know, beautiful. Something you yeah. mentioned was that you guys typically don't do it that way where you you know sit down come up with the concept artwork everything and then you know come up with the music so was that a conscious decision not really it just ended up uh, like that like that this time uh because uh, we had sort of a clear idea of what we uh wanted to sing about uh, write about uh, this time usually it's uh, something that uh, goes on simultaneously and and, and uh both music and lyrics and back and forth. But uh, weirdly enough, it, the, the concept was ready this time. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just kind of curious then, how did that change the process of writing the music? Were you guys incredibly conscious as you were going through, you know, like the demo tracking stages and whatnot of, does this emotionally feel like it impacts with the, the, the concept and the lyrical idea? Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, uh, when we wrote the lyrics, it was it was it was a bit easier uh, because we had like the, the, the we had like the the background for for the lyrics, um, and and thus it, it, I guess it was easier for uh, for uh, Eva to make come up with the riffs um, the same way. Uh, but otherwise, you know, the the, the arrangements uh, the arrangement parts were, were pretty much the same as they are. Usually are, uh, except that we have some new members, uh, and and uh, I had Eva uh, Sunday, uh, the new drummer uh, on the on my on my on my team as uh, you know uh, vocal arrangements uh, and uh, and stuff like that. So uh, instead of instead of uh, yeah, everything was like uh, we we really worked uh, much better as a team this time. Than, than, than last time uh, and every, everyone was much more involved and uh, Hawk on the keyboard player that was kind of thrown into into the last recordings uh, for E he's been in the band for for a longer time now so uh, he was you know much more comfortable uh, with his role as a keyboard player this time so uh, everything was everything was went a lot smoother actually because everything were we kind of had the Skeleton uh, for everything uh, on this one. So we we just had to add some uh, add some meat and skin and hair, <laughs> lots of hair, <laughs> lots and lots of hair into that cauldron, baby. Uh, of course. Well, teamwork makes the dream work, and I guess that's. Uh, I'm trying to like formulate a question with regard to I don't know what was it maybe that inspired that teamwork, or was it maybe just you, know, you mentioned some new members? Um, was it? with their inclusion all of a sudden that things came together this way. It just seems like all of a sudden as, especially with regard, it seems like the album's about, um, I don't know if I want to call it spiritual growth or rebirth. Um, one of the things I have, uh, on my desk here is the quote, this is the rebirth of the individual. And if we were to call enslaved an individual, then it's, is this almost a rebirth of at least the writing process for, it's it's uh, at least a, a good restart, um, and of course, I mean, if, when you have two members leave and you add uh, you know two new ones, uh, of course, the dyna- that dynamics, band dynamics changed a lot. 
so we got in uh, two very different uh, musicians um, compared to the ones we that left, and and. Uh, and so the enthusiasm were really, really strong this time, and, and uh, so uh, and of course the the new ones were really, really energetic and, and came in with a <laughs> lots of ide- lots of ideas. So yeah, it was amazing. Just, just imagine these old people are just like you guys are slave drivers, and like well, the band is called Enslaved, <laughs> and they're just they don't have any energy. They're lethargic. They're like trying to feed them. The gruel is falling, you know, off. They're trying to wipe their bib off. Anyway. <laughs> um, and something else that I thought it was really kind of interesting, especially because um, you know, th- this is the rebirth of the individual and whatnot. Um, in a world that has become so obsessed with the false lights of greed, jealousy, and egotism, this is a necessary journey. With regard to what's been going on this year, does this seem like the right record at the right time? Does it seem kind of maybe eerie? It's yeah. It's, uh, I've already been uh, mentioning this in all the other interviews. It's it's pretty eerie. <laughs> It's almost like it was intentional, because what's going on now is it, the world is pretty much utgar right now. So it's it's actually pretty scary and a bit cool, yeah. <laughs> and witchcraft or something. Well, that's Gal, that's cool. Gal, Galder. 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 And Seder. And Seder. Yeah. A lot of. Distant R rolling. It's like a fade out on the R roll. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a, it's giant magic. Pretty it much. is giant magic. Wait, the funny thing is, I just finished watching a comedy movie Eurovision, which is hilarious, uh, where they get into Iceland and and uh, <laughs> the elves yeah. and things. And so I, I was immediately thinking, like, okay, well, did you guys encounter any elves in Iceland while you were filming the music video? But uh, well, I mean, the 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 Iceland, some of the Icelanders actually. They are. They don't only believe. They are really one hundred percent convinced that the uh, elves live there. Elves, dwarfs, giants. <laughs> and in many, in many ways, you can feel that they still do. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, All it right. Is perfect. It is perfect in every way. Well, that concludes all the questions that I have. Unless there's anything that you wanted to chat about that I did not bring up. Then obviously let me know. Uh, Otherwise, we already, sorry, we already talked about hockey. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Let's go Rangers. Let's go Rangers. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that, that, that's my NHL team. So um, sorry about that. <laughs> well, actually, I was wondering because uh, a lot of Norwegians that I chat with are into hockey. I was going to ask if you're into hockey. I am. I am. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite sport. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. There was a speaking of which, I just recently chatted with a uh, a band from Norway that was supposed to be in that festival that you mentioned, <clears throat> um, but since it was online, you probably didn't interact with a whole lot of other bands. I imagine. Um, Faleth, Faleth, Faleth. I'm trying to remember how to say their name. F e l e t h. They said they were going to be in that. Uh, festival, and I believe at the time they actually mentioned that you guys were going to be there, and they were shaking in their boots. Oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm actually not familiar with that band. Mm. Oh, strange. Yeah. Are they Norwegian? Yes, oh. they are. Oh, really? Well, wow. I, th- I think they said they're from Northern Norway. I don't, never go there. It's, it's scary up there. I think God lives in there. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just totally. kidding. Totally. Uh, that's a nice place, actually, in north of Norway. But, I mean, it, it's like, it's so far away. It, it's a pain in the ass to get up there. It's like three flights, and it, it, it costs a fortune. So we rarely go up there, actually. But it's 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 really not nice. Super nice. Mm-hmm. Not like that Western Norway vibe. Well, that's the best, of course. But, but I mean, uh, going up north in Norway uh, from the western part, it's like if you, it's like you visiting, uh, you know, a Bear Lake or something like that. Yukon, Nunavut. It, it's far away. I appreciate your sense of geography. That's fantastic. I mean, <laughs> get on get on a little crop duster and spend a couple hours going north, and then see nothing but trees and go. We really have a lot of land. Yeah, you have. That's whenever I've flown up north, which isn't often, but I've done it. That's that's my thought. I'm like, why do we we have? What are we doing with all this land? Why do we have all this land? <laughs> yeah, it was, I think you're. Aren't you the, the second biggest uh, country in the world? Yes, yeah, second largest land mass in the world, right yeah. after Russia, baby. Exactly. Not right after. You know, you're just bragging. Mm-hmm. Russia is far bigger, actually. It's way bigger. That's yeah. why they're the first largest landmass <laughs> or the second largest. All right. Let's not argue about geography. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. All right. Well, my good man, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on. Unless there's anything else aside from hockey that you wanted to chat about, I just wanted to thank you for thank coming you so on to for the chat. <laughs> All right. See you in Edmonton sometime. Uh, maybe next year, maybe the year after. We don't know. But still, stay safe. We don't- 